somewhere in the soul system, a ragged band of Hutton truckers stare aghast out of the porthole of a shining white beluga. Carting a container full of radio broadcast equipment and a shipment of mugs that they met at customs on departing, they had boarded a yellow hauler taxi and asked the pilot to set the controls for Hutton. He dropped them at Abraham Lincoln in orbit. In a hurry to be back at Hutton in time for the live news, the truckers boarded the first ship leaving Lincoln, a luxury beluga with everything a Hutton trucker needs to recover from a weekend away with the Pilots' Federation and their annual conference. A sharp-eyed trucker lifts the flight plan, and then it dawns on the team that they've boarded a wedding barge. They're on a week-long trip around the sites of the Sol system. Commander Evenstar unpacks the radio equipment and a makeshift station is assembled in their quarters. The in-room ironing board has microphones clamped to it. The soundboard is on the luggage rack. What little music they have is in a box on the end of one of the double beds. The zero-g jacuzzi doubles as the green room. The minibar is running dry as the producer gives the thumbs up. Your mic is live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, from the outside broadcast studio, approaching Uranus at supercruise speed. This is Hutton Orbit Live, and I'm Rudolf Hucker. Winging it with me tonight in the emergency broadcast team, we have... Mike Oxlong. It certainly is. Now on with the show. In tonight's headlines... Alvin eyes truculent dockers in BS expansion. Galmet rebrand after attacks on the press. Lave, Pixel Bandits and Hutton in conference threesome first. Psycho Cow goes missing. Latest shipment of Hutton mugs finally arrives! First tonight, after 13 months of hard work, after numerous dents in the desk from the Major General, we are delighted to announce that the Hutton truckers have arrived in Barnard's Star. 13 months of keeping us out of too much trouble. 13 months of avoiding other factions expanding into the system. 13 months of teeth-gnashingly awful bad luck. From the very first day of the existence of the mug, Hutton has always watched the Barnard Star Dockers with interest. We've listened to their broadcasts, their fly-on-the-wall documentaries, and we've been concerned about their ability to smash mugs. Alvin has decided that this will not do. He has instructed Hutton commanders to head to Barnard Star to protect all mugs in the galaxy from the depredations of David Brubin. We must save the mugs from his dastardly temper. Hutton truckers, this is our chance to become part of circular mug history. It began in Barnard's Star. It has returned there with a fluffy golden vengeance.
There was outrage amongst the press this week as representatives of Galenet News came under attack for having a logo that, when looked at it from a certain angle, in the right light after a few Centauri Megagins, may resemble a Thargoid Scout. A number of members of the press were beaten, their hearts removed and eaten by rabid forum warriors uh, in an insidious fa faction hitherto not formally represented in the galaxy but uh, omnipresent who claim that Galnet is in the pockets of the eight-sided alien menace. In order to avoid any suggestion that the Galnet has anything to do with Thargoids other than reporting extensively on their activities, they have gone a little legless. They have switched to having seven instead of eight. They've lost one, as if that's going to fool anyone. Last weekend saw Hutton's representatives in a galaxy-first live broadcast of a three-way. Yes, the teams banded together for the first multi-crew session from the Orange Sidewinder, parked in Seoul, somewhere near the Olympic Park in London. Between them, they dissected the day, relived the reveals, and pontificated the pronouncements from the event. Their conclusion? Something approaching a full crash squee. During the event, in aid of special effect, Commander Evenstar, and no idea who he is, dedicated himself to carving mementos of the day for passing commanders, who delivered pots of gold, palladium, platinum and performance enhancers, to Commander Kinrain of the good ship special effect, and of course Alvin's aide-de-camp Snoz on behalf of the hearing dogs. Hutton's team, aided by over 50 commanders from the orbital, made it their personal mission to spread the message, for the mug, to everyone. Occasional organisational problems ended up with an accidental or the muff for the gum and a rather unfortunate shortened guff. Aided by Cecil's radioactive socks, we sowed chaos throughout the event, which for Hutton is situation normal. Next up, we are concerned that Commander Psychocal and Dick Chafin, stalwarts of the radio show, have gone missing. Famous philatelist, flautist, philanthropist and piss-artist Psycho-Cow was last seen dressing up as a Thargoid and running round Hutton on his, own sucking uh, on his own sucking a toy barnacle and snarling at anyone that got too close before throwing a set of miniatures from an elite board game at anyone nearby and running away leaving noxious fumes behind. We are concerned for his safety. We're concerned for everyone else's safety and we would appreciate his safe return. And finally, we are delighted to announce that the latest batch of real Hutton mugs has arrived! Yes, we have them here, well, on the Beluga. We have more Hutton mugs, repeat, more Hutton mugs. They are joined by an extra special Fort mug for the mug, and even a batch of Hutton Orbital Radio mugs. What the difference is between them, nobody knows, but this is an all-truckers announcement. Get trucking, as these mugs will only be going to the greatest truckers. That was the very brief news. This is Hutton, and coming up next, we explore this beluga and catch up with the various teams stuck on the party bus with nowhere else to go. First tonight, though, we have a tune dedicated to the soon-to-be-married Nicole, who is hiding somewhere on the ship from her husband-to-be uh, <clears throat> Megalodon69, who is often known by the nickname Vinny. They had their final flight this week aboard a bright white federal ship 
before boarding this beluga, and we wish them all the best. From our brief chat, we understand that she was less than impressed last time she went to Hutton, as she's not a fan of cubicles. Oh, that was good. And mugs, we've got new mugs. I'm all excited. Well, real mugs. I know, all of a quiver. of rare mugs. <laughs> the mugs you can't buy, the mugs you have to earn. Absolutely. Ah. Oh. They're so shiny. Have you have you seen have you seen the pictures? I've seen the pictures. I, I've drooled and dribbled over the pictures. But for those of you listening in black and white, the three mugs. Well, we've got the original Hutton mug, the the real, the has to be earned Hutton mug. You know, with the with the sun and the the arrow and the Hutton orbital and the point two two light years. But there's some special mugs. There is a Fort mm. Mug mug. The Fort Mug mug has a sun with Hutton orbital in it. And the 22K light years arrow, and of course, a silhouette of Fort Mug itself, especially for all of the Fort Mug truckers. Uh, well, not all of them, we can't give them to all of them. I only think there are three of them out there, so that's fine. Um, and then we have a radio mug just because we can. And uh, our, our generous benefactor has given us some lovely white Hutton Orbital radio mugs for radio contributors. Yay! You can never have uh, these mugs. ones. Yeah, these ones are not to be thrown at David Brubin of the Barnard Star Dockers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, we haven't got that many of them. I mean, OK, so I know the answer to this question because I was there, but what did you do this weekend? Oh, I, I, I put my feet up, really, didn't do much. No, I, I, I sort of made holes in bits of aluminium and, and um, tied up with ball chain and, uh, and made, you know, just generally sat in front of my, my little thingy and, you uh, were making not dog tags. Where you you I wasn't oh, sitting. I tell you, I was you squatting for most muscles. of it. Yeah, you, you, you know yes. what? You know, I did this seventy-five mile off-road bike ride a couple of weeks ago. My legs actually yes. hurt more on Sunday than they did after that ride because I, like a fool, I didn't get a chair until someone physically shoved one under me. Um, whoever you were, thank you. <laughs> welcome, welcome <laughs> to my world. Yes. So yes, the Hutton truckers decamped to Seoul to FX17 and we had our own little corner at the show which was it wasn't the busiest corner at the show but it was pretty darn packed and we had a little um, two meter by three meter corner and we expanded somewhat like Hutton does into yeah. nearby systems yeah we, we, we don't expand into lave yeah we expanded into special effect and we expanded into the corridor and we had a whole team of people lending us a hand and we had two big screens we had an xbox we had a pc we had a full radio rig we had a flag we had two flags um we had a quiz we had a big black chair we had an etching machine we had a queue a we, big queue very big queue and lots and lots of truckers and and lots of stickers Oh, so we've yes, got a lot of thank yous, yeah, a lot of thank yous to give out. I mean, you know, first thank you, and I, you know, dodged the comment earlier on the live stream, Ed Lewis, um, but we put out a big thank you to Dale from Frontier, who was the the one man army that was set to herd Hutton truckers into not causing chaos, and he managed it. He kept us confined to one little corner and looked after us throughout. So thank you very much, Dale from Frontier. Um, thank you very much, actually, to the whole team from Frontier for being hosts and allowing us to have our crazy little corner. And then, well, do you, do you want to tic-tac on some of the names on the stand who'd lent a hand? So I'm going to say thank you to Evenstar oh, for you. spending his entire ticket value doing nothing but etching tags for charity. Oh, I got to see the reveal. He was all pretty good. It was lots of fun as well. Thank you, you nearly didn't see the reveal. I nearly didn't. I dragged you. You did have to I get the whip and the chair out. And screaming <laughs> all the way over 
to find a seat. Did anybody save you a seat, or were you standing? They did, but it got it got pinched um, about three seconds before I got there. But uh, but I still Damn got to see it all. System so. authority. Yes, curse yeah. them and their vipers. But um, I got to see it, which was all very exciting, and I got to see about um, about two minutes of the paleontology talk, which was very very interesting about um, getting red blood cells from dinosaur bones, etc. But thank you, yes, Dave Torrance. So that's the thank you to Evenstar, and then so it's your turn next. <clears throat> Pick one. I've got to say, Dave Torrance um, was was marvellous, setting up furniture. Just, just he was just there, getting things done all the time. What a decent chap! Literally, yeah, just just over my right shoulder. If it, when I was doing anything at all, I could turn around to my right shoulder, and there was Dave Torrance, and Dave uh, wield the camera, or Dave do the guest book, or whatever build furniture and you know the the quietest most useful trucker we had there definitely he he was the little sort of cog behind everything we were doing that kept it running smoothly so thank you very much oh, epitomizes truckers in general just gets on and gets things done and and helps out and has fun at the same time so yes. well i'm i'm gonna see you with david torrens and i'm going to raise you mr girdler who brought two enormous screens and an Xbox to the stand so we could actually broadcast the video of Tharg the Mighty onto the big screen, which everybody stopped and thought our friend Psycho Cal was actually there, including when he put the phone to his ear. Um, everybody thought he was at his um, desk streaming live to us when he wasn't. Yeah. He was pre-recorded but, but, and, as Tharg the Mighty. Yeah, we, we all know Psycho Cal is not, not all there, is he? Not, not all. Well, he's not here at all at the moment. <laughs> I know he's gone, he's gone missing. missing. Gone, oh, oh, no, and he's taken the tech monkey with him, or we've left him on a train somewhere. Yes, well, I am going to have to... Um, oh, and I've, I've got a prompt as well, who's going to prompt me of the same thing. Thank Moof, Simoof, coming all the way down from from uh, Hutton Orbital, which is, is quite a run. Coming all the way down with all his toys and getting everything set up, taking one look at what we've done and going, oh, not like that, and putting it back together properly and running the radio and getting us live on air and running the mics and doing the music and just just being fantastic, as he always well, and, is and in the background. And being a Thargoid. And being a Thargoid. Most ridiculously dressed man there. He was. <laughs> Definitely. I, how he didn't sort of sweat away into nothing, I don't know. But, um, yeah, he, he gave everyone food for thought. Thargoids are coming and, and they arrived at Hutton Orbital. Yeah, he did sit in the middle of the crowd during all of the really serious, important Frontier talks, looking like a Thargoid, or <laughs> looking like what he thinks a Thargoid would look like. Some people mistook him for a cockroach, and many people mistook him for his brother. But it was actually Moof in the costume. I have to say, the first time I, I turned around and saw him in the costume, I wasn't expecting it. I just thought for a second, uh, oh, it's Cal. <laughs> They're not going to thank you for that. They might not come back next week if you do that. I know. I'm, I'm going to get stick for that, but I, I had to had to get it in there. <laughs> yeah, a big <laughs> stick with a nail in it, possibly. <laughs> Two before. Glaswegian special, yeah. Mm. Um, well, okay. So, moving on from him, I'm going to say thank you to Mr. Wotherspoon, who was our well, one of our quiz masters throughout the day, who wrote the questions who supplied all of the quiz mastering on the mastermind and interrogated anybody he could get his hands on, on the stand, on the big black chair, uh, for a prize. And we're going to reveal winners later. But, um, yeah, for a prize. Absolutely. And he did a phenomenal job comparing the stand as our host. So thank you very much, Mr. Wotherspoon. Indeed, he's made to be a quiz master, isn't he? He's got the voice for it and the delivery. <laughs> Unlike us, when we're winging it in a beluga somewhere <laughs> near Seoul. Seat yes. of the pants radio. <laughs> it depends whose pants it is. Cecil had no pants on, but that's a different matter. Well, that's a good point. We should thank Cecil for, for getting dressed up so 
spectacularly, possibly. I'm just oh, glad he didn't socks. sit down on, on, on that chair and lean back too much, because if the socks were lively, then no, that killed. Well, we, we, we understand that Cecil left Hutton Orbital and sent a plaintive message out to everybody saying he'd forgotten any socks. Could somebody get him some socks and meet him at FX17? And so somebody... And I'm going to look up the name in a second. I know who it is, but I'm just having a <clears throat> two minutes. Hang on a second. No, 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 no. It was Steve Lucas um, found some socks. Unfortunately, they were, yeah, knee-length, luminous green socks. So they weren't sort of tidy black things. They glowed in the dark. And in fact, in the main room, they did actually glow in the dark. And all people could see was a black kilt walking around with a pair of green socks walking around behind them. I'm just, just wondering if, was, they, if they were actually hammered together out of, you know, frame shift drives of, of starships that well, didn't actually socks. make it. Yeah, Hutton style. They, they might be Hutton mugs, just repurposed, possibly woven from the finest mug thread. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Cecil terrified a few people, but then we were also joined by Spike, Absolutely. who, Come on. who oh. jumped in at intervals, usually trying to you know, drag you away from your etching machine. Yes, of all the thank yous, I've got to say thank you to Spike for suddenly turning up with a bottle of water or a hot dog and sort of shoving it generally towards my mouth, which um, sounds less exciting than it was, but it was so welcome. But yeah, so many people getting lovely toys, which was, was always good fun. Oh yeah, and go on then. Who's who's next on your list? I mean, there were there were fifty truckers there. We could go through the whole lot and bore everybody. We all could. I have to say, it's a bit go of on. a blur. I, I've run out of names because I was so busy concentrating on um, on design stuff. Um, and oh, I we, had myself. We, Flossie, we had Flossie. We had wrong way. We had Prince Wing uh, Commander Aiden. We had, of course, Stu Barker and Commander Nimb. With him, who had the stickers, which we were raising money for charity with. We, we truckers, we, we had Baz, obviously, there. We had the entire team from Lave Radio there next to us, but they came and joined us on the stand. So we had Fozzer, we had um, yes. Colin Ford, we had Edelweiss, um, Ed, we had Ed, the Pixel Bandits. Definitely, Ed Hunter for, for producing those lovely window stickers, which was absolutely oh, gorgeous. Of which one of them's turned up in a window of a computer shop somewhere in um, the deepest, darkest southwest as well. Good man. Which somebody spotted. Um, and we had uh, well, the guys from Spider-Mind Games. We had, um, oh, I mean, you name it. Obviously, the devs themselves. We have to say thank you to Just Call Me Wendy, to Dav Stott, to, well, the entire team who sat down on the stand. In fact, the only people who didn't sit down for the quiz were the community team. And mm. they got beaten. <laughs> oh yes, the hammers of Slough hammered everyone, didn't they? Well, yes. Spoilers alert. Yeah. So the the quiz the quiz started wonderfully. We started with Commander. I'm not with Lave Radio Fozzer, and he wanted me to make that very clear. He was not representing Lave Radio Fozzer um, with a respectable score of one. <laughs> and and that was about elite, wasn't it? <laughs> well, well, it, 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 it was about Lee. He did actually manage to get the question about escape velocity, which, of course, is a pioneering live radio broadcast a piece of audio drama by Chris Jarvis. Uh, he got it wrong. Yes. He forgot about Mr. Dusty. So, yeah, there's going to be stern words in the live radio common room, isn't there? Yep. Um, then we were joined by representatives from Canon Interstellar, the Hammers of Slough, the devs we had um the moderators we had oh just countless groups turned up to try and win but one person 
who we think was a ringer, was um, Commander Shan from the Hammers of Slough. I think he wasn't actually from the Hammers of Slough, but they just grabbed him and sat him down and said he's with us. Managed to get the winning score of eight correct answers with only two passes and no questions wrong. Which in two minutes on those questions was epic. It's a fantastic score. I couldn't have done that. And of course, the leading answers from the devs were Just Call Me Wendy, um, who managed to get six correct answers and beat everybody else on the dev team, including Davstot, who we thought was going to romp it. Well, he, he was stuck because his t shirt was spelt wrong, wasn't it? It said dev on the back. I'd sack the printers <laughs> yeah. if I was them. Yeah, spelling was the easy one to make, a bit like spelling my name Vintitum. <laughs> cheeky, cheeky. Uh, truckers that's the word yeah. i'm looking for <laughs> that's the one. um so yeah i mean the, the stand was fun we raised lots of money for both special effect and the hearing dogs and um yes yeah, noz and his cardboard box did exceptionally well between the two charities we managed to raise a smidgen under 1300 pounds so 948 pennies for special effect and 300 and pennies for the hearing dogs as well fantastic stuff fantastic. I, I don't know what fraction of a hearing dog that is because hearing dogs take a lot to train but that's a uh, that's at least one paw it's got to get us a waggy tail as well uh, yeah it's probably one waggy tail and um yes i went along to special effects offices earlier just to uh, hand over all the stuff we nicked off them and forgot to give back and uh, we have some video footage which we're going to glue together at some point maybe soon yep i've got my sticky tape and scissors out and we'll see what comes out of it and um, we well, see we had a video camera running on the stand and something bad happened to it halfway through yeah it was it was interesting we, we got we got some video and lots and lots of of um of pictures yeah it switched to stills mode and one of them is the most uh a flattering picture of a certain uh, forum moderator by the name of TJ um, with a viciously uh, viciously surprised expression on his face like he's just sat on something sharp oh yeah I, I just found out we, we might need to do a little more work to, to get a paw or even a waggy tail 43,000 for hearing dog over 10 years well okay we've helped so, well no, we're going to carry on helping over 10 know? years over 10 years I reckon we'll you know we've got a good chance of doing that 10 years times so yeah, okay. We oh. could, we could, we could maybe get up to a. Um, I was going to say a wet nose. By the fluffy, end of ten years, fluffy belly, fluffy belly. Yeah, we can. Yeah, okay, fluffy belly. We, we can contribute to one fluffy belly for somebody. We can. But we're gonna we're gonna do more for, for obviously for both charities at some point. Um, but yeah, I mean, all the names we didn't mention. Oops, uh, terribly sorry. But we love you lots, and you were there, and you were awesome. And the best thing about it was that everyone chipped in. It wasn't just a few of us doing the work, and everybody else standing there watching. Every single hut and trucker that turned up helped with something. Absolutely, the fantastic bunch of the truckers. Even though I do say myself, yeah. myself. And did you notice the special treat on the stage, on the main stage? Oh. On a certain certain somebody's suit. Yeah, well, the the certain somebody's suit and the certain somebody's immaculate beard. But if you looked at his left lapel, mm -hmm. a certain somebody was wearing a Hutton Trucker's badge on his left lapel while he was broadcasting. <laughs> Good man. Uh, I didn't give him a choice. I actually just pinned it to him before he ran on stage. <laughs> That's the trick. 
anyway so uh, moving along with the show so we had a, we had a fantastic time and of course all those people who couldn't join us we did try and broadcast throughout the day um now some idiot didn't manage to push play on the video feed <clears throat> oops sorry guys we did actually have the camera rigged up and all the streaming rigged up and um i, I didn't hit the button so very sorry but you had audio you had audio all the way through and then at the end of the evening we had the mighty um lave radio and pixel bandits to a joint broadcast which lave radio broadcast live and then summarized on tuesday this week Actually, I think we're, we're generally an audio medium aren't we sound and mugs that's what we do oh apparently mind wipes going to kill me later i don't know what for he's he will get me at some point for something Oh, probably not putting the video live. But yes, we managed to get some audio out there for those people overseas, those people who didn't get tickets. So we hope you enjoyed at least some of it. And other than that, um, after that, I packed up. We packed up. We had uh, a couple of us packing up on the Sunday, feeling a bit worse for wear. And um, yeah, boarded this taxi that wouldn't drive us to Hutton. And then we bagged this beluga, which is where we are now. Um, if anybody's wondering why it's a bit rougher than normal in here, it's because we're on the outside broadcast kit. Yes, it's it's certainly spacious in here, though, isn't it? Smooth. Yeah, just, well, the jacuzzi, I tell you what, I'm just looking over at the green room over there in the jacuzzi, and they all look far too cosy, especially pillbox. Well, they're all relaxed because Cubicle 3 is just so much further away. Well, yes. And we, well, before we move on and we start exploring the decks on this ship, um, we've got one other. It's lots of dedications in this week, and some of the music may be a little bit ropey, but because we can, we're going to. Um, but this one's not ropey at all. We've um, dedicated... You know, Nocti had a hard time. Nocti had his operations. Nocti had his sad news. And we did lots of stuff about that and talked about it. But there's somebody we forgot, and um, it was Mrs. Noctivegas, who has been absolutely instrumental in supporting the major general so for you angie here's a tune yeah alvin just got me oh he's got some he's teeth been on giving him. me evil oh no yeah well <clears throat> mr snoz thank you for being my roommate old boy thank you for being my road trip buddy and yes Thank you for, um, well, just being snores, actually. That's the kitty. <laughs> Alvin told me to say that. He's being scary. He's staring at me again. Well, he's very protective of snores, and, and rightly so. He's snarling now. He's not. <laughs> no, his belly. No, it's his belly. It's okay. It's his cuddly belly. No. Oh, anyway. Assuage oh. the beast. Now, you've had all the buttons to mash this evening. I have. I've mashed them and slightly we've all been away the for a week, hmm. and I have genuinely, for the first week in an awful long time, I have paid zero attention to our systems. So I can't actually predict any of your answers on this one because I've got, other than Barnard Star, no idea what's going on. So do you have some info for us? I've got some numbers because because the ever fantastic Major General has supplied them to me. Um, Did you see his outfit? Oh, oh, yes, yeah. He, he was dressed up quite smartly, wasn't he? Yes, he's, he's got the look. Did you see his stick? Yes. Well, his Alvin stick. Well, it was uh, Alvin stick, yes. The Major General Noct Vegas was in full uniform, um, resplendent and walking around with a, you know, a walking stick, or a pace stick, I think it's called in military circles. Um, collapsible thing, but it had a carved head of Alvin on the top of it. Yes, very apt. 
Anyway, so, <clears throat> if you're ready, Hot Pit team and co-presenter for this evening... Yes. Take Let's it away. Give it a shot, shall we? See if I can get the right buttons tonight. So, here we go. This is your roundup of the weekly statistics from the Hutton Orbital Truckers Political Information Team. So, the latest scores on the board. At 12, down 22 at 36, it's Wolf 359. At 11, up 8 at 37, it's Epsilon Indy. At 10, up 3% at 40%, it's Wise 08550714. And at 9, down 3 at 49, it's LP245-10. At 8, up 6 at 50%, it's Trepin. At 7, up 12 at 52, we are at home in Alpha Centauri. At 6, up 10% at 55, it's Wolf124. And at 5, up 22 at 56, it's Wolf25. At 4, up 4 at 59, it's LHS 340. At 3, up 8 at 60%, PSPF LF2. At 2, up 21 at 61, it's George's Pants. At 1, down 3 at 70, it's Van Marnen Star. And over in Colonia. At 5, down 3 at 1, it's Fartari. At 4, down 2 at 5, it's Pythias. At 3, up 3 at 15, it's Amatsubushi. At 2, up 16, at 22, it's EOL Prowl CW 8211. And at 1, down 21, at 48%, it's EOL Procol Centauri. Oh. You hit that ending absolutely on the nail there. It's, it's as if I'd have planned it. It's as if you had magic buttons on that console on the end of the bed. <laughs> give away all my secrets that's the only one i've got left <laughs> okay okay so we're, we're up we're down we expanded we got the expansion we're in some kind of craziness in sirius I yes we've got an election in sirius so we, we're finishing around midday sunday with um something like a lockdown or civil unrest to follow so we still need to win that so lots of right so we, we, we're not we're but avoidance of doubt that we're not trying to win sirius itself because no. that would be silly. We just want the war to end quite quickly. Yes, yeah, we, we'd like it out of the way. We, we've done quite a bit of pew-pew recently, so... Right, and then do we know where we're aiming after that? Do we have a master plan that we can share with anybody? Um, it is, it's, all, it's all BS all the time. Sorry, Barnard Star. <laughs> it is all BS all the all time. The, time yes. the whole thing's a big pile of BS. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Um, we've, got, we've got a war going on as well. We've got a bit of pew-pew for now on Ross 671, so that needs to be finished up. Um, so if you, if you want to do a bit, a bit of that, then go along and support Ross 671 Equality, because we like equality, but um, we're not too fussed. We just want to get it out of the way. Now, hang on, so is Ross 671 Equality a federal faction? You know what? I haven't got a clue. Well, look. look that up, because if it is, it's a great one for improving your federal rank and getting all your various federal big shiny ships sorted, hopefully. So anybody who wants to help Hutton and get federal rank up, if it is federal, which you're sure you're going to tell me a little bit. Oh, it's a dodgy internet connection here from out round Uranus. No, it's just not, not behaving. No, well, never mind. We'll find out later. So we're we're we've got that conflict in Sirius, and then we're just going for Barnard Star because, of course, it means that Simon Winard has to write a completely different Christmas episode this year. Absolutely, we like to give him some fun. Yes, it is Federation. I've just checked. There we go, Federation. Right. So if you want to get federal rank, you can go to Ross Six uh, Six Seven One and help them, which helps us, but also helps you with your federal rank. So they say. That's the theory. Which um, really meets first right. contact with the enemy. 
Now, I don't think anybody's been going to Van Manen style, which is why it's sitting there at ridiculous percentages. Yep. I don't think anybody can be bothered to go there because um, we heard that Intarius Fusion went there this week and his um, entire ship system completely blew up and we've dispatched people to go and help him. Thank you very much, people who are helping Intarius Fusion because, um, yeah, he exploded, but he's feeling better now. Yes, we, we have to talk it out and um, soldering irons are being wielded as we speak. Well, I heard it was a hammer. He was going He was going the full skippy. Oh, it's the skip rap school of, um, of technology. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and then over in Colonia. Now, I'm, I'm, I noticed down in the green room, Commander Mindwipe sort of lurking in a corner there, and I'm sure any second now he's going to drop me a message saying what on earth is going on there. I know the guys were trying to get to the top in Doriso, helped by King Hanky, but then we got another, 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 another war in the Matsubushi. Yes, apparently it's um, Deriso is down five at the moment. It's not a miss stats. I've got to work out why it's not a miss stats. But um, I think we're still in second in Deriso, so we're, we're hanging on in there. And of course, the owners of Deriso are uh, an NPC faction, not not a you know Pilots Federation faction. So we're trying to win that one, but it's proving a little more difficult than we expected with only three guys there. Yeah, it's it's a, a small a small contingent to to bolster those um, defences, isn't it? Well, th this is why the Fort Mug Mug has mm. been invented because the Fort Mug Mug might be given out as prizes for any colonial commanders that we deem to have done something over and above the call of duty. Yes, and we can also have Fort Mug stickers for those that have not quite earned a mug, but we can earn stickers as well. And I'm sure there might be a Fort Mug dog tag. I, I'm, too, I'm sure. If you're not sick of the sight of flaming dog tags anymore. No, would you believe I've still been still been making them for, for those that were, were, were so good, Dobbo and Jester D in particular, to say, look, tell you what, send it to me later. So I've been been doing those. So. And, uh, okay, well, yeah, if you're not done. It. Yeah, well, I, I've heard you enjoy your, your etching. I do, yes, yes. Come, come see my etchings is my constant refrain. One day your, your, it'll pay your off. Your big machine never rests, does it? Absolutely, no. It's a, it's a busy boy, and I'm busy modding it as we speak, trying to get it. Oh, there. we've had the message from Commander Mindwipe in. He says, missions, 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 missions in Six. Colonia. Wow. Yep. That's going to keep you busy. So, in, so we need to do missions, 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 missions in Fort Mug and Doriso. Mm -hmm. And we don't care whether we win or lose in a Matsuboshi as long as we do one or the other and we don't have a long war. Yes, just get I it think. out of the way. I don't know who it's against, but we don't like fighting them, so never mind. So um, so in our home systems, it is bounties and bonds only at the moment? Yep, until the midday Sunday, thereabouts. And then we've got lockdown or civil unrest. Anybody sitting on data, don't do it yet. Go, go, you know, Poodle around a bit more. Yeah, go and go. we've got a couple of nice, nice loops on the uh, the Facebook page. If you want to do something a bit local and just you know do a holding pattern and earn a few creds while you're there. And then when it comes to the end of the war, which is what Sunday night you were saying? Yeah, so Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. Um, we got locked down or civil unrest, so that you know we'll see. But we oh well. So we're we're just lobbing data at low systems now. Don't put it into systems where we don't own a station. So do not put data into Barnard Star. Do not put it into um, Kokari. Don't put it into. Oh no! Sorry, sorry, we got it wrong. We it's an election. We're backwards. 
Oh, no, we're in election. Yes, sorry, it's, it's wars yes, at sorry. the other end. So of it the is don't do, don't, okay, completely backwards, don't do pew-pew, do, do the data now. Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> now, you're not called um, Tigger anymore, are you, Tigger? You're called, I don't know, Sleeping Tiger, Crouching Trucker or something. But thank you, Tigger, for correcting me there. So we're all wrong completely. Um, yeah, so we're in election, which means do do data and don't do pew-pew. Yes, yes, it's nice and civilised. That's what we want. Oh, yes, and th 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 thanks to the Crouching Tiger Hidden Trucker um, for the, that breaking news update on how we'd stuffed up completely. <laughs> so, yes, we, we've got a few systems that, that need help um, from the Major General. So we could do with help at Sirius, Kokiri, Ross 671, the Wolfs, the Wise, and LP245-10 could all do with a, a bit of a boost but if you do have data um and now we've established that we actually do want it then uh do give the major general nocti um a poke or possibly um who else was it rob hooper of course Brett, commander brett riverboat or graham keegue um, they should be able to direct you to the place that most needs it today do, do you mean we've expanded the team we have we have a new team member we have so much so i couldn't Ooh. i didn't even know his surname i'm, I'm, I'm a bad hot pit person well, he, he's regularly on the Discord channel, I think, as well. He's, he seems to be holding his own um, in the Discord channel. Uh, what he does in his own time is entirely up to him. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so moving swiftly along, that was the hot pit bit. Um, we are going to start adventuring around the rest of the ship now. And, of course, as all good wedding parties do, it needs to start with a drink. And as the custodians of two of the finest drinks in the galaxy, we thought we'd kick off with a little bit of the bourbon whiskey from some of our friends from the Musical Blades. So um, let's open the door, head down into the ship. We're going down into the bowels to the lower levels of the ship for a little bit of bourbon whiskey. Well, yeah, the party down here is rocking. That was a good one. Sorry. Oh, you like that one. Uh, well, you see, in, in the Beluga, you've got these lovely top decks with all of the shiny sort of, you know, posh knobs having their, their posh drinks. And then down in the bowels of the ship, in the economy cabins, uh, that's where the real party is. And that's where we are now. And, Ooh. of course, where would you find Flossie at any good shindig? It's where the real party is going on. So, good evening, Flossie. Good evening. Yeah. And uh, are, you, are you enjoying the party aboard this, um, yeah, rather long tour of Seoul? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, well, I know what you're like on the gin. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so you, you you, and Wrongway had a wonderful time this weekend? We did, yes. Uh, very, very good. Really enjoyed it. And uh, which, which letter were you in the For the Mug? Uh, I had, um, I think, E on the front and T on the back. <laughs> you are our very own extraterrestrial. <laughs> for, for, those that were, for those that weren't there, the team actually dressed up in a bunch of t-shirts that when it went forwards on the front, it said hashtag for the mug exclamation mark. And when you looked at the back of them, it also said the same thing, but backwards. So everybody had two letters, which allowed us some shenanigans when it came to spelling badly in the live show. It, it did take me far too long to actually work work that out. I was, I was wondering how you made some of those words. And, uh, of course, um, Snoz being Snoz had, had done a fantastic job of, of thinking of every eventuality. Yeah, well, and Hutton Truckers being full of innuendo had an awful lot of muff as well. Well, absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yeah, because <clears throat> somebody was standing backwards. Anyway, moving swiftly along, Flossie, there are CGs coming out of our ears to do with Thargoids. 
And I know you broadcast live for us at the weekend about... So we had one last Thursday. No, we didn't do a show last Thursday. So we had a Thursday show last Saturday telling us about last week's CGs. Yeah. And now we've got the Thursday show telling us about this week's sheets. About she, she, she's at CGs. So are you, are, are, are you good to take it away telling us all about the CGs for this week? And do we have the tune? We do have the tune. Shall I do the tune? Oh, right. we've got the tune. I've got the bottom. Look, run, 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 run tune. It's flashy. It's flashy. It's flashy. It's flashy. And the community goes. Hello. Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. This week we just have the two CGs. And the first one is the fourth AGES initiative. AGES's campaign to counter the rising Thargoid threat has entered its fourth phase. Once again, the tri-superpower organisation has secured financial support from a corporate partner which has placed an open order for various commodities. As the campaign began, the Federal Times spoke to Elvira Martuk, one of the many independent engineers contracted by Aegis, who is overseeing this stage of the campaign. Martuk said, The Thargoid's ability to disable our ships is one of the most formidable weapons. For the past few weeks, I've been working on a, on a device that I hope will protect human vessels from the Thargoid's immobilising field. Lacoon Independent Governance has promised to reward pilots who deliver Thargoid Cyclops tissue samples, Colton and Beryllium, to Cremona Prospect in the Cone system. Campaign began today, 12th of October, and will run for one week. If the target is met earlier than planned, it will end immediately. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering Thargoid Cyclops tissue samples, Colton and Beryllium, to Cremona Prospects in the Cone System. And the second CG is Remembrance Week. <clears throat> Last year, a commemorative event was held for the late entrepreneur Walder Waldo, Walter Waldo in the guy. Gyritis system. Not only was the memorial a success, it became an event of collective remembrance as pilots from across the galaxy convened to honour people and events of personal significance. Following the event's popularity, the Labour Union of Koruk has announced the first annual Remembrance Week. The event will give the public an opportunity to remember absent friends and departed loved ones. As preparations begin, the organisation has placed an open order for a range of commodities and materials and has prom- promised to reward pilots who deliver these commodities to more terminal in the Corbuck system. A spokesperson for the organisation released the following statement. Most of us have something we want to honour, celebrate or remember. 
This event will give the galactic community a chance to do just that in an atmosphere of mutual support. I believe this is something the galaxy needs now more than ever. The campaign also began today, the 12th of October, and will run for one week, and if the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering ceremonial haiki tea, pantar press sticks, and Andaliga fireworks to more terminal in the Corvuk system. And that is it for this week. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you very much, Commander Flossie. So, have you been doing any of the CGs? Or were you too busy being an utter trucker over in London? Uh, the London trip took most of my time, so I didn't really get around to doing any CGs this week. <laughs> so, can you summarise for us, what rewards do we have so far from the Aegis CGs? We've got... Now I'm trying mm. to work it out. We've got some missiles that um, worked for about two days. Yeah, I've not really been... <laughs> We've got some kind Follow. of crazy gun. Yeah, I believe. We've got another kind of crazy gun. Yeah. And now we're trying to get a thing that stops us all being shut down and our faces eaten by aliens. Yes. That's I think. Easy. I think so, yeah. Right, okay. Do you think it's going to work, or are we just doomed anyway? Well, hopefully, if people uh, take part in the CG and get what we need, I think it probably only needs to get the first tier to succeed, and after that it'll... Yeah, for first first tier it happens, and then after that we just get... Um, they're easier to find, or you get them at more stations. More stations, so I think probably, on the, yeah. on the missiles one... Um, yes, it, it started off on sort of a single planetary base, and then it was going up to sort of everything. From it started off at high tech, and then was going to be at industrial and whatever. If we got to higher tiers, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. And the other one is just is a is a lovely CG. It's a lovely cuddly CG, isn't it? it it's it a, is. Yeah, it's a real community one. Proper trucker one as well, because apparently and and Douglier fireworks are miles from the jumping point. Long oh, way. Great. Good good trucking <laughs> run that is. So, hang on a sec, which rares were accepted for that one again? It's a ceremonial haiki tea, and our very own Panta prayer sticks, as well as the Andaliga fireworks. So, we're actually expecting George's pants to have lots of activity in them this mm. week. Oh, I should think so, yes. Yay! Have a good rummage in his pants. <laughs> yeah, you've got to find find those um, prayer sticks because without it, the CG doesn't have a prayer. Well, everybody's going to the monthly mug meet tomorrow. We postponed the monthly mug meet until this week, so everybody's going to Hutton Orbital, meeting up at Hutton Orbital tomorrow night. I think on the Xbox and PlayStation and PC, which means that once they've loaded up, they can always pop next door to get some prayer sticks and then contribute to the CG as part of the monthly mug meet. Mm. Sounds like yeah, a plan. Good. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you very much, Commander Flossie, and it was an absolute delight to see both you and Commander Wrongway at the event. Yes, it was, uh, it was great to see um, you and um, <laughs> Cecil. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. It was all Cecil. Actually, I turned up late Cecil, in the evening. Actually, yes, it, it, yes. was, it, it was 100% Cecil. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be living that one down for a long time. Or he, he will be living that one down for a long time. I love that costume. <laughs> 
But thank you very much. Now, <clears throat> dear co-presenter, sir, do you have any questions for Flossie on the CGs? No. Not too hard. No, I'm not. That tells everybody listening exactly how full Flossie's report is, that there's nothing left to ask. Anyway, <clears throat> we have to blunder along into the rest of the show, and we're going to crash into Commander Wotherspoon, our Quizmaster General, in a minute. But as we're down on the lower decks here, and we've got some mugs... And we thought we'd play a tune specially for the mugs and for Peter, because they are, and he is, a very handsome mug. Galnet News Digest, 12th of October 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Earth-like worlds off-bounds for the foreseeable future. INRA base discovery tip-off shock. Arissa pulls it out. Alliance chunky ship shock. Earth-like worlds off-bounds for the foreseeable future. Commanders are reported to be disappointed that no schedule has been announced to allow space pilots to land on Earth-like worlds. It has long been a goal of the Pilots' Federation to allow commanders to make planetfall on planets with breathable atmospheres, perhaps to find wonderful strange new life and go big game hunting and kill some of it. So, it's been a source of frustration for commanders across the galaxy that the Pilots' Federation has allegedly stopped working on the plans, and is instead devoting most of its resources to entirely unrelated activities. Activities such as building biomes with breathable atmospheres containing strange and wonderful creatures from the Earth's past. What possible relevance could that have? INRA Base Discovery Tip-Off Shock In a shock revelation, it's been discovered that the location of the INRA Base, Hollis Gateway on Hermitage 4A, was revealed to the commander who found it in a tip-off by a major player in galactic politics. Many commanders had been wondering how the location of the base was identified only a few hours after its existence had been posited, and accusations had been made that the Pilots' Federation might have leaked the information. However, Galnet News Digest is able to reveal that the Pilots' Federation is not implicated on this occasion, and that the location of the base was in fact leaked by Tharg the Mighty, Emperor of the Call 70 Sector and Lord of Polaris. Tharg is believed to have been less than impressed at the treatment of the people of Thargoidia at the hands of the Intergalactic Naval Reserve Arm, and he's been waiting for an opportunity to expose the underhand activities undertaken by the INRA, who are believed to have disguised the mycoid virus as tasty helpings of occupied escape pods, and left them for the Thargoids to find and eat. Millions of innocent Thargoids died as a consequence. Tharg the Mighty would also like to point out that all Thargoids are female, and he is not a bug. He is a lady. Arissa pulls it out. 
In a rare display of unanimity with Zachary Hudson, Arissa Lavinia Duval has pulled her fleet out of the Pleiades. Admiral Denton Petraeus is reported to be quietly furious at the move, which follows the Federation withdrawal last week. However, he's publicly supporting the Emperor's decision. It has become clear that the large number of pilots active in the Pleiades meant that any military control over the supply of meta-alloys was impossible. However, the withdrawal of the Imperial fleet means that the many recently established bases in the Pleiades sector are no longer offered any protection by either superpower, and are at the mercy of the Flower People and the Havago heroes of Aegis. Alliance Chunky Ship Shock The Alliance has announced that it intends to start building bigger ships. At present, its flagship is the tiny Taipan-class fighter. But the Alliance would like to be considered as one of the big boys when it comes to galactic posing, and it's been working with Lacon Spaceways to create a new range of posable ships for its pint-sized pilots. First amongst these will be the Chieftain, a chunky tank with four sets of outrigger thrusters. For Alliance mothers taking their kids to school, the Alioth Tractor will soon be their ride of choice. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Oh, the man's a genius. He's great, isn't he? I mean, how he chews his way through Galnet and comes up with that kind of digestion, nobody knows. Yeah, I, I used to have digestion like that. <laughs> Ouch. Yep, I mean, the, the guy could eat a kebab sober and, um, yes, <clears throat> survive the experience. Absolutely. Anyway, but we hear he's going to be out of a job. No. I mean, there's a big hoo-ha about this one. Well, one of the big reveals this weekend is that Galnet's going to have a voice. And, of course, the whole audience yelled out, It's got a voice! It's Commander Wotherspoon! Absolutely. So, uh, I don't know if we should ready his P-45 or just, you know, stand up for the fight. I, I, I reckon he's... he's well, I mean, he, he's there are nuances here. Of course, the, the new voice of Galnet is rumoured to be a AI computer voice, which just literally reads the news. Of course, Galnet News Digest does something more than that. It analyzes the news. It is the, you know, the Sunday morning TV broadcast when you're a bit hungover of the galaxy. Absolutely, yes. It, it's, it's, it's definitely adds something. <laughs> oh, it, it adds an awful lot. It adds analysis. It adds... It adds <laughs> Yes. Uh, Humour, it, it adds uh, insight, incisive insight. I reckon we should petition the Pilots Federation to actually hire Commander Wotherspoon to be the voice, now, the official in-ship voice of Galnet. There's a good idea. We should start a, oh, a, yeah. a petition forthwith. 
I'm not sure it's going to work, but anyway, I mean, d- during those tunes, I mean, we, we've had a couple of messages coming through to us to say they're loving the folky tune this evening. Well, that's because we're down in the economy cabins. There's there's a couple over there in one of the haulers, and the windows are steamy, and there's some guy on a fiddle over that side, and um, yeah, there's lots of dancing and fiddle dee going on down here in the economy decks. We we are going to head upstairs in a bit, uh, past the the more shiny you know executive rooms and uh, vip suites but uh, yeah we, we're down in the uh, the bowels of the ship at the moment that's where the fun is <clears throat> and, though isn't it oh it is and um I, I got a mistake earlier of course the handsome the handsome mug wasn't wasn't our friends the bourbon whiskey sorry wasn't our friends the blades but the blades are coming up in a bit regulars on this show and it's a tune we've heard before because with new hutton mugs and especially for eric and especially for david brubin who loves to chuck his mug um before eric are you ready by the way if we if we go to your next bit next sorry <clears throat> mr naked we've lost mr naked take that as a no we are not naked in the studio anymore oh mr naked is is over there in um makeup right now i don't know why he needs makeup but he's well have you seen don't him? Worry. Well, he's 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 excited, isn't he, about about these new um, Lacon Alliance mix-up mashups? Well, you know, he's not wearing clothes, and I don't look down there to see if he's excited or not. Frankly, <laughs> okay, well, Probably he's best. semi he's semi excited. Is all we can say. <laughs> um, so yes, well, I mean, there's going to be some new adverts coming from Buck when these, you know, the was it Chieftain and I think the is is the crater Lacon going to be as well or an alliance or is is it a Zorgon Peterson or a, I have no idea. I hope it's a Lacon. Buck still can't talk about stuff. So, oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just picturing you know Buck sat on the edge of a crate um, with a glass or something in his hand. Talking about his his mighty crate. Anyway, could be. Um, <clears throat> moving along before before we leave this section. Um, so everybody who's got a Hutton mug, everybody who wants a Hutton mug, everybody who loves the Hutton mug, everybody who's seen the Hutton mug, everybody who's talked about the Hutton mug. It is time to bang your mug. Okay, so we may have played that one once or twice or maybe three times before, but we love that tune um, by the Musical Blades. Um, and now we have invited into the temporary studio here. We've, we've, we've escaped from the uh, the yee-haw fiddly-dee uh, back into the studio to talk to Buck Naked himself with Hutton's next current top trucker. Yee-haw! Now, why wasn't I down there in that other room, huh? That was more like, you know, my style. How y'all doing? Yeah, we, we'd, we'd have never heard you if we were playing in that room. We'd have not heard a word. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I get pretty loud, you know. We'd heard. It had been noted. <laughs> All right. Well, howdy there, truckers. This is old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself relatively pain-free by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as running a radio show without Psycho Cow at the helm. (laughs) <laughs> so let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping like trout down in the creek, 
Commander Corsi kicked Mindwipe's record out of the Milky Way with almost 41,000 light years jumped. Now to put that into perspective, Mindwipe was only able to get about 24,000 under his belt a couple weeks back. Oh, the shame. Commander Terran, 4295, retakes the lead on bounty hunting with 48.6 million credits earned and accounted for. He ain't a man, folks. He's a killing machine. And on our top mission trucker this week is Commander Antarius Fusion, leading the way with 516 missions completed. Miss Lale wants a private word with you, Commander. Best be wearing a clean onesie this time. She got her come-hither smile on this evening. And for the silly truckers who think that trucking is all about carrying cargo, <laughs> this week's winner is Commander Pitstarter with a tad over 45,500 tons of cargo hauled. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. Hutton Top Trucker. Brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy with the best view from the cockpit. And we'll soon be expanding our line, just like Doc's waistline keeps expanding after eating Miss Melba's apple pies. Thank you very much, Mr. Naked. We are looking forward to your adverts for your latest, latest vessels. I do not know what you were talking about. Any pictures you may have seen were not authorized to be distributed by Lacon Spaceways. We didn't see you. We didn't see them. We know nothing about them at all. There's definitely no chieftains in this room. No. He may be relaxed of clothing, but he's tight of lip, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, you got it, buddy. <laughs> well, th thank you very much, uh, Naked. And um, so we're, we're going to head up elsewhere in the ship now. We're going to head upstairs because the guys have got out of the jacuzzi and they've gone up to the dodgy 80s disco up on the top deck. So <clears throat> while we play the next tune, we're going to run really fast upstairs and see what on earth's going on. Um, the next two tunes we're going to be playing this evening are specially chosen by and for the happy couple, the, the happy couple themselves this weekend. Um, so uh, this one is from us to them, and the one after the green room is from them to them. So, right, let's go. Let's Dodgy go. Disco. And let's off. run. And we're up in the dodgy 80s disco that is the green room this week. Um, hello, commanders, and because we've got new mugs, for the mug! For the mug! For the mug! For the mug! Right, hands, hands up anybody in here who does not have a hut and mug. Me. I don't Me. This is a radio show, we can't show you our hands. Yeah, well, I'm going to count them now because I can see your lights flashing. So there's at least five in here who don't have a hut and mug. Hands up in here, anybody who hasn't got... A Fort Mug Mug. Me! me. That's everybody. Me! me. me. That'll be everybody. And, of course, anybody over at Colonia is going to have their opportunity to earn themselves a Fort Mug Mug, which is silver, and it's got some beautiful black, you know, writing around the side of it, same as the Hutton Mug. It does still keep your drink warm in Super Cruise all the way to Colonia. This is a special Hutton <coughs> Mug. Super anyway, charged. so in... 
the green room. Uh, we've got a whole stack of people, and we're going to do the usual rundown. Uh, I have no idea if people are going to answer or not. They might be hiding. But at the very top of the green room, we've got the hollow hobo with his hollow hobo hula 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 hala holo taxi. Is hobo here? I think his hula hoop broke. He, he is. He is, but apparently his eyes are flashing red. Oh, right, okay, well, that, that, that's a good start to the green room. We're just going to wave at the hollow hobo. Somebody put your arm through him a few times to make him feel uncomfortable. And and then we have, from Lave Radio, we have Adler Weiss himself. Good evening, Squire. Good evening, sir. How are we doing? And have you recovered yet? Has your liver recovered yet? My liver was fine. I, I behaved myself because I, I was doing this this radio broadcasting thing, and you know, I, I, I don't have the capacity of that at all. So I, I try to remain relatively sober for these things. Yeah, I, I may have had a pair of 3 a.m. finishes in the bar, which, uh, which we, rendered my weekend a little bit more difficult than it really should have been. I, I will make a confession that myself, second technician Forrester, and our very own chief, chief architect librarian, or whatever the hell he is, uh, Phoenix of Fire, might have gone back to Foz's suite for pizza. Hang on, Fozza had a suite? I thought he was in a cardboard box outside the venue. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he he got himself into a suite, don't you know? Well, uh, he had a sofa and everything. M mistakes were made, apparently, and he had a suite. Um, he, had, he had a sofa, he had a cooker, he had a fridge... Um, you mean you mean he, he stayed he at had home? Many things. And let me think for a second. He had a few cola cubes and a bit of uh, <laughs> palmer violets. Oh, 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 not palmer violets. They're nasty things. <laughs> oh, they're nice. No, but those space those those in, those invader things. Those uh, flying saucer jobbies with the the oh, uh, oh sherbets. Oh yeah. Yes, they're they're brilliant. We need sherbet filled. Well, anyway, could you pass on our thanks to the Live Radio team for the live broadcast they did? We no. rigged the desk for them, and we just threw pixel bandits at them until there was a broadcast. <laughs> I think that's um, and yeah, that that was that podcast orgy was awesome. Well, I'm glad it worked because um, there were, there was much sort of hair tearing and everything else getting it sorted, <laughs> especially when Special Effect announced about 30 seconds before we went on air. Oh, by the Can way, the PA system, back? yeah, the PA system, we need that back right now. What do you mean you need it back now? We're going live. No, no, we need it back now. And somebody had wired all the cables through the legs of the PA system. Yes, yes, so that, we that, that was a bit of definitely wasn't everything me. offline. <laughs> yes, but that, that no, no fun. harm. No harm, no foul. It gave Fozza a chance to write some notes before the show. Which was... Yeah, he's, well, I, I don't want to say that Fozza's always reading my notes two minutes before we go on air, but usually he is. Well, ha hang on a second. To my, my co-presenter in here, how long before we go on air do you normally get the notes and does Cow normally get the notes for the live show? Oh, it's it's got to be a good three minutes, at least. See, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively organised. I, I usually have the notes... On the Monday, it's just that Fozzer doesn't read them until, you know, roughly 8.40 on the Tuesday Boom. night. Anyway, well, thank you very much <laughs> to everybody. It sounds like you guys are as well organised as we are. You get we a few really, more listeners we, than we us. Because, yeah, no, I mean, you, you talk a lot more sense than we do. We just get silly. Um, <laughs> hello, good evening, Commander El Masri. Hello, hi. You're very small and far away. Um, yes. I don't know. I'm here. <laughs> no, the, 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 there you are again. And how has Just your like week been? Uh, yeah, it's been good. Um, 
yeah, had had good time at the uh, the uh, truckers meet on Seoul. Any particular stories from the day you want to share with the crowd here? Uh, no, it's just uh, yeah, very good to to meet up with everyone really, and uh, and have uh, quite a few drinks. Yeah, <laughs> the shenanigans, lots of shenanigans. Well, of course, as Indeed. a man who's an expert in Hutton's own drinks, you've got to sample everybody else's beverages as well. Indeed, yeah. I mean, it's, it'd be rude not to. Yep, and uh, it's crashing into the green room here in the 80s disco is a man who was old enough to have enjoyed the 80s as a grown middle-aged man. <clears throat> Commander Fletch, good evening. <laughs> yeah, watch out. <laughs> you've been missing. We missed you this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'm always missing. Uh, thanks for playing Flock of Seagulls, one of my favourite bands ever, classic tune. Yeah, well, you know, we w wish you were there, but maybe FX18 as well, you might be able to come and join us. Um, we'll, we'll take this uh, off off a topic outside the radio station, there's a reason I didn't attend. Oh, well, okay, never mind, we'll, we'll speak later. But um, did you manage to catch any of the live broadcasts, or did real life interfere with that one as well? No, no, great thanks to everybody that uh, did streaming. It was brilliant from Remote Star. Yeah, fantastic job, everyone. And uh, so turning around slightly to my left, we've got Commander Mindwipe, who we also missed this weekend. Yeah, I couldn't attend, unfortunately. Too much is going but, on with me. Uh, you were too busy doing top-secret stuff in a top-secret cave somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. When do you get to tell us about your top secret stuff and, and when it's not secret you, anymore? Well, it's not top secret at all, I can tell you. It's just the things I showed you I can't top, uh, that's top secret. Uh, but the one thing is, I have actually been commissioned by Uncle Art. Ooh! Woohoo, the crowd go wild! Wow, yeah, fantastic. Okay, commissioned, commissioned to do something. Yes, to do the DVD cover and the poster for the upcoming movie. And is it suitable for the retro vault? It will certainly will be, as soon as I get the actual appropriate material to design the damn thing. Oh, well, we look forward to seeing it, and of course we will share it in the Hutton Orbital Facebook page when we know anything about the top secret project that you can't show us but you can tell uh, us well, about. I, I can tell you about that, I just can't tell you about the other stuff, that's all. Oh, the other stuff, okay, fair enough. And um, hiding with his microphone muted is Bam... He's not going to say hello because his microphone's muted, but hello, Bam. I'm waving at him. Hello. Yule Turner. Now, you see, this is where I start failing on... I met so many people over the weekend. And who was there who wasn't there? I wasn't there, unfortunately. I wish I could have been there. That would have been lovely. Yeah, we did have a lot of truckers there, and we missed all those truckers we, we couldn't see. But did, did you manage to tune in? I tuned in for some of the bits and pieces. I saw all the pictures up on the Facebook uh, group, which look amazing. Uh, I could see the socks from all the way up here in Edinburgh, though. There was a slight glow on the southern horizon, you could tell. But are you in Edinburgh next weekend, by the way? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Excellent. So am I. I might ah, tap right, you up for okay. a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. S Saturday night, I might tap you up for a beer. <laughs> And I'll bring the socks. I'll bring the socks, yeah, that way I'll be able to spot you in a crowd. Surely it Yeah, I'm not fast. sure they're going to get through the security at the airport, though. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought it was pretty actually amazing, the fact that when Scott Manling was doing his live feed, that you saw Cecil in the corner with those green socks on, and he was actually giving a glance while he's still being professional, going, what's he wearing? <laughs> well, you know, the stuff you do to help raise money for charity, hey? 
And also, Commander Ventura. Hello, how are we doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Have you been flying about the galaxy this week? Actually, unfortunately, I've not been, been very busy. Uh, been off work and everything else, but other than that, that's about it. But are you going to be joining the, the mug meet this week, or are you going to be back, back uh, flying your spaceship sometime soon, or are you on a hiatus? Uh, hiatus at the moment, I'm playing World of Warcraft. <gasps> who is? Yay! Who Kick is? him out. Well, the Hut, the Hutton's Hutton Games Room has many, many, many games, in it, which that is one of them. Yes, it's very good. <laughs> and good evening, fruity. Ah, uh, good evening. And how about you? Oh, I'm lovely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're feeling modest too. Fruity this evening. Yeah, uh, yeah as always, as, as fruity as is humanly possible. Fantastic. Are we going to be seeing you over at Hutton tomorrow, maybe, or are you elsewhere? I am sadly elsewhere. I'm organising a food fair, which t- a little bit of my time f- next week. What 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 kind of food? Lots. That's the best kind. <laughs> that I've always that's said that. Kind, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Um, and you see, I've, I've adopted that word now from my co-presenter, who's absolutely the absolutely best, absolutely person in the absolutely galaxy. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> if anybody had noticed, he was absolutely fond of that word. Yeah, it seems, it seems to have stuck. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Oh, well, there are many other people. Yeah, <clears throat> many other people who are absolutely wonderful as well. Anyway, um, Iceni's got no microphone on, so we can't talk to Iceni. But I'm sure he's there, sort of lurking behind everybody, peering over the top. Um, and how on earth do I say the next one? Ineas. As in Aeneas, as from from <clears throat> Iliad Odyssey kind of days, yeah, or the Aeneid, that sort of thing, yeah. Even and uh, Aeneas, not a name I recognise from here, but I probably do know who it is. But um, are, are you regularly in the green room? Uh, I've been in and out pretty much since launch. I've been away for a bit. I just started playing again properly in, within the last month. So, have you experienced the Thargoid menace yet? Oh no, I'm heading in the completely wrong direction for that. I'm slowly making my way towards Colonia. Good right, so you're pulling a brave Sir Robin in the other direction? Uh, yeah, pretty much. So are you planning on parking yourself at Colonia and joining in with the uh, Fort Mug Mug team? Well, I started off a John Glenn Memorial expedition all on my onesie uh, December last year, but didn't really stick to it because of work. So I'm uh, picking that back up at the moment. And how far is Colonia from where you are now? Uh, I've just left Medusa's Rock in one of the nebulae on the way, so I'm maybe a sixth or or a fifth of the way there. So a long, long way from anywhere. Ah, oh, it's gloriously profitable though now with the new uh, payout, so I don't, don't mind so much taking my time. Oh well, enjoy yourself, and when you get, get to uh, Fort Mug, we'll probably need lots of data to help with whatever's going on, and you might be even able to earn yourself a Fort Mug Mug. That would be wonderful. And hello, Lenin. Hello. Good week? Not really. Thanks for asking. No? Oh. Well, have, have a big group hug here. At least you're on the party boat with the 80s disco, eh? Right. Good. And Massey, Massey. Oh, sorry. Commander Massey down there. We have a pizza meet coming up sometime soon. Yay! Oh, great. We've got a number of pizza meets coming up soon. There's somebody organising one of the Southwest. There's a Glasgow one this weekend. There is a Manchester one in the offing. And I think in November we're planning a somewhere deep in the Thames Valley. Sounds good to me. 
So you're coming along for uh, yeah, creating crazy pizzas with oh, uh, Brett Riverboat. It's good to see um, good tossing from Brett Riverboat. Yeah, he, he is a top tosser. He really is. And he chaperoned the Major General all weekend as well. I managed to get him there and get him back again. So, um, yeah. Uh, Odimon, are you happy now that we've got trucking in the top trucker? Yeah, if it okay. wasn't uh, for the fact that I have to deal with a fire being close to my place, the size of some um, trucker's egos... Yeah, the truckers have enormous egos. We've got enormous lots of things, but enormous egos is the one thing we do really, really well. Do, uh, do you have any puns this week for us, or are we, are we still sort of absent with the puns? Still pretty much uh, absent. Well, you've got, you've got seven days to come up with the next one. Well, it's assuming uh, the fires don't uh, force you out. Is that right, Odie? I'm not too worried about it. It's uh, it still has a few miles to go. Neither fire or mountains could stop Odie's puns. No, no fire or flood, nor no. Well, genuinely though, um, we hope all is well down there with you and yours as well, and stay safe. Anyway, moving down from Odie, we've got the Overlight. Good evening, sir. Good evening. How are you? Oh, recovering. It's taken me many days. I went straight from FX17 to another show, and I finished it ooh, last night at silly o'clock, and I'm broken now. So, but yeah, not not too bad. Oh, jolly good. I'm recovering too. I've got a bit of jet lag, and it's it's just won't go away. It's very annoying. And jet lag from where to where? Ah, uh, well, I was uh, I was the uh, the passenger for a change in a uh, a bulk mission from San Francisco to. Uh, uh, to uh, back to London, and uh, I saw the forest fires. Uh, or the, <coughs> yeah, sorry, the. Uh, the fires that uh, Odie was uh, just talking about, and it were quite something. Yeah, it is uh, a little worrying. We've had far too much of this kind of thing going on at the moment. Yes. But, um, hopefully, everybody's safe. So uh, yes, but you're 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 back on dry land. Yes, back on dry land. So I've been out the game for a couple of weeks, but um, but yes, back into it now. Um, trucking, <laughs> trucking away. Now I've been looking forward to this next one in the in the list. Rot pillbox. <laughs> Alrighty. It was great to spend some time in your company, sir, having a drink and um, talking nonsense for a couple of hours. Yes, it was actually very good. Yeah, it's the first time ever. Well, first time I met anyone really from the group, so it was a good day for me. Well, it was an absolute pleasure to talk nonsense with you for many hours in the bar after uh, Saturday night's party. Yeah, it's good stuff. I have no idea what I said, by the way. I was uh, somebody been pouring gin down my neck for about four hours before that. I'm I'm pretty much the same. I can't remember. I remember talking to you, but I don't remember much what we're talking about. Do I? I think it started off with I'm South African, and then went from there. <laughs> Which I was led to believe was your your opening line in general conversation. Anyway, well, sometimes. Yeah, in case anybody hadn't spotted the accent. I'm and down the oh sorry down the bottom here we have Mr Fusion Mr Fusion Mr Dusty got into your kit this week oh definitely yeah, with a vengeance that little uh, service robot is uh, definitely destructive and and uh, the service robot destroyed and exploded capacitors and boards and chips and everything yeah he managed to destroy everything inside the PC except one stick of memory and my graphics card well. 
the graphics card's usually an expensive bit of the kit, so oh, yeah. I'm glad that's all right. Yeah, same. Couldn't believe it. I didn't get off completely scot-free. Got some pictures to uh, to show people, but uh, yeah, uh, a couple of blackened pins. Didn't, uh, no, didn't horror come. horror stories for anybody that runs their own equipment and uh, relies on their uh, their PC for enjoyment. But hopefully, we'll see you back in. Did you save all the code for the Hutton Helper? That's the important question. Luckily, yes. All the stuff I make sure I religiously back it up um, to an external hard disk, which was fine. And I've also got it running live on the uh, in the cloud, so uh, it's all you safe. See, there's there's an object lesson for anybody there that doesn't do backups. Don't be like everybody else. Be like Intarius, and that's probably the first time you've heard that yep. phrase. <laughs> if you haven't got three copies, you haven't got it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, the hard disk died, so everything that was on there went. But I'm a bit. Uh, paranoid when it comes to backup so I do make sure everything's done regularly well I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're yeah, on the recovery road back to being out there in space again sometime soon Yep. just want to say thanks to everybody who, uh, who lent me a hand to get everything sorted out it's, uh, it's all starting to come together now and do we have an ETA for when you're back in space, or is it still up in the air? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, uh, all the parts came today. It's all installed. This is TS is the first thing I've got uh, installed, so I'm just about back up and running now. Well, there are plenty of people who uh, jumped to lend a hand, so um, yeah, yes, for the mug to all of them. Yep, for the mug definitely, and thank you very, very, very much. It is, uh, you don't understand how much it's appreciated. It's uh, amazing. Well, no, the stuff you've done with the Hutton Help has been fantastic, and uh, we couldn't do without it, because otherwise we'd have no buck naked, and we can't <laughs> not get naked. Uh, exactly. Oh, we'll always have buck naked. <laughs> yeah, maybe just privately in your own room on your own. Yes. <laughs> right, okay, dear co-presenter, it's about that kind of time we're going to head back up to the live room, and then shuffle the green room feedback down here. But just before we go, ladies and gentlemen, can we have a big congratulations for uh, Megalodon69 and his wedding this weekend? Because we're recording the show specially to send to him and to Nicole. Congratulations! For the world! Congratulations, guys. Congrats. Game over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one voice that stands out. There's always one. Oh, there has to be one cynic in here. No, they're they're an absolutely lovely couple, and they fly together, and they enjoy their free time together. They actually both um, play elite as well, and um, they were, they took a ship out with a multi crew for the last thing they did before they headed off for their wedding, and enjoyed some multi crew. Dropped us a message saying, "Right, that's it. We're off to get married," and I'm sure they'll be back online next week, or maybe after their honeymoon, to uh, say how they got along and how much they enjoyed it. Anyway, we're going to run upstairs. Thank you very much, everybody, and we'll keep you posted about the new mugs. Right. The mug. Right. Let's run upstairs cool. quick. Whew. Oh, dear me. We survived. Right. Yes, it was handy being so close. <laughs> well, thank you very much for stepping in at the last minute with the, the emergency radio gear because um, we were a bit worried we'd have been going out on, I don't know, Twitch or a big piece of string with two tins or it was a little something concerning, else this week. The gaffer tape has held up, so it's, it's done quite well so far. And, and the recording has been saved? Or um, is going to be saved? That's the theory. It, it's, it's there. So we'll, we'll see what happens when, when the button is pressed. Well... So, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Now, we're going to be without our missing Psycho Cow again next week. No! Because he's also going to help somebody celebrate a wedding next week. So, we might have to roll and do the entire thing again. 
Are you up for doing this next week? I'm, I'm well up for it. You, you keep me away now. I'm going to lock the yeah, door. Miss Featherston let... told us that. Well, yes, she, she does. She does talk, but you know, she's yes, worth it. Just, just not in that voice all the time. <laughs> no, no, not all the time. But every now and then, it's worth a wait. Oh, oh, absolutely. Well, there was a fan club, by the way. There was the Miss Featherston fan club at FX this year, I, I, and I, they demanded to know where Miss Featherston was. I, um, I did inform did we have... that she has to come next time. Well, and not only did they sort of insist on asking where she was, and then we insisted that you were responsible for chaperoning Ms. Featherston, but then we also had to admit that um, she was uh, was married and not available. Yes, I'm afraid so. I, I have first dibs on on Ms. Featherston. And very happy well, I am indeed. You, you're a lucky, lucky chap. Anyway, oh, yes. before we round out the show, um, we have one last tune to play, and this one was chosen by Megalodon69 as his tune for the evening. And as with any good dodgy disco with dancing going on elsewhere, it has to be a bit of a slow one for the couple to have their smooching on the dance floor. Um, and uh, all he wanted to say to his wife-to-be that he's been waiting for a girl like you.